with Simon Greenwood of Solomon Investment Partners, and I'd like to thank you for tuning into this podcast. Understandably, many of our clients are cautious about both short-term uncertainty and long-term impact of Britain's plans to leave the European Union on the 31st of October. They've heard predictions that Brexit will have a negative impact on property sales in the coming months and potentially several years to come. As a result, some property investors are sitting tight, waiting to see what the new European deal might bring and to assess the impact of this. But is this a sensible thing to do? Are investors missing out on a lucrative opportunity that's arisen as a result of uncertainty caused by Brexit? To share his thoughts with us, I'm joined by Andrew Ward, Managing Director of Solomon Investment Partners. Good morning, Andrew. Morning, Simon. You've worked in the property investment business for the best part of 16 years. In these uncertain times, do you think that bricks and mortar are still a sound investment? Unsurprisingly, Simon, I do. I think bricks and mortar are as sound an investment now as they've ever been. You'll know that interest rates and returns on other investment vehicles are at a historic low. So despite all of the uncertainty over the last two or three years um, surrounding Brexit and what will happen when and if we leave Europe, house prices have remained firm and actually have increased each year. The reason why house prices are so resilient is because there is a a, a well-known shortage of houses in the the UK. The the numbers vary a little bit depending on who you uh, talk to. Heriot University uh, published a white paper last year saying the country needed to build 340,000 new homes per year. Whether you believe that or you believe the government target, which is uh, we need to build 300,000 new homes every year. The fact is, in 2017, we built 184,000 houses. In 2018, we built 222,000. The highest, uh, the highest level in 31 years, but still almost 80,000 homes below the government target of 300,000. So it's a simple matter of supply and demand. We don't build enough houses. There's an increasing demand for properties. People get divorced, people live longer, young people go to university. So the demand for homes, uh, for new homes over coming years are only going to increase. And we've got a shortage. So it's a simple matter of supply and demand. Whether we exit with a deal, no deal, or exit at all, what considerations should clients thinking of investing in property take into account in order to ensure they're best prepared for any potential Brexit scenario? That's a good question. Um, Although we've spoken about house prices uh, being steady and increasing over the last three years, that, that doesn't apply to every area. Um, the southeast of the country where house prices have uh, enjoyed higher inflation um, four or five years ago have now stagnated and in some cases moved backwards. Other areas, um, for instance, the um, the locations that have been encompassed by the new Northern Powerhouse Initiative have enjoyed fantastic growth. So the advice that we always give is be really clear about what you want to achieve. Are you buying a property as an investment? And if you are, then take an investor's view. Buy it in a, um, in a location that's prime for capital growth, where rental yields are high. If you do that, you're more likely to get a great return on your money that you invest. 
Beyond the Brexit effect, do you think that investing in property should still have a place in every investor's portfolio? We certainly do. We believe that the the best part of investing in, in property is the fact that you can leverage uh, leverage your investment. If you want to buy £100,000 worth of stocks and shares, it's going to cost you £100,000. £100,000 investment in a, in a bond is going to cost you £100,000. With property, if you want to buy a £100,000 property, typically you don't even necessarily, you'd only need to put down a 25% deposit. That means that you've only actually outlaid £25,000 for a £100,000 investment. Of course, you need to service your debt, but aside from that, a £100,000 buy-to-let property with a 6% uh, 6% yield bought with a 75% loan-to-value mortgage would actually give closer to a 25% return on cash investment. Now, that's a return that no other mainstream investment could come close to. So although nobody can foresee the future, the fact of the matter is property has stood the test of time and has been the bedrock of many people's uh, financial security and I'm confident will continue to be so. Thank you, Andrew. If you've benefited from this podcast and you'd like to hear more, please subscribe to future editions and updates by subscribing to our RSS feed. Working with Solomon Investment Partners means always having the support and information you need. It's about being able to count on active, expert help at every stage of your journey. Visit our website for more information at www.solomoninvestmentpartners.co.uk. This podcast was produced and released by Solomon Investment Partners Limited in August 2019. Thank you for listening.